Today I want to give you a word from the book of Daniel, but also a prophetic word Holy Spirit has given me. Things are changing. It may not seem like it, but they are. Uh, yes, Satan is showing his hand. He always does. But Holy Spirit's about to show his. A major transition is now underway in the spirit realm. And we have to discern that. I feel Holy Spirit has been guiding us for the past few weeks um, through some very difficult times here in our nation by giving us understanding, by giving us teachings and revelation from Scripture, and also present words uh, for our times. He's been preparing us to be engaged in these, in these times. He's preparing us, I believe, to change things. He's preparing us for a great, great awakening and a great harvest. Now, I talked to you last week about overthrowing thrones of iniquity. The ecclesia is to be seated with Christ in government authority, kingdom of God, governing authority over their regions and displace principalities and powers or thrones of darkness there. We have authority in Jesus' name to influence our regions, our geographical territories, with the authority that we have in Jesus Christ. We are to come against any powers of darkness, commanding their defeat, and sit with authority in Christ Jesus. Today, I want to talk about power to destroy covenant-breaking strategies inspired by hell's kingdom through an evil culture. Again, covenant-breaking strategies. Christ's kingdom ecclesia, that is, his New Testament churches, have been given abilities. They have been given spiritual weapons to push back against schemes that come against God's government, his government with his people, or in their regions, or in their nations. Hell is not to keep us out of anything. King Jesus says that we are supposed to be involved with or a part of. And where covenants with nations is concerned, it is the responsibility of the ecclesia to maintain that covenant. It is the responsibility of the New Testament church, the ecclesia, to maintain the Holy Spirit's leadership and guidance to govern and maintain and keep healthy the covenant of God with their nation. It is not supposed to stay out of that and we, it is not gonna stay out of that because an ecclesia is rising right now that is not going to be bullied. It's not going to be intimidated. It won't back down. And we will not compromise God's word or his plan for this nation. We won't do it. A, a remnant's rising that will use the supernatural powers from heaven that Holy Spirit provides. They will use the superior authority they've been given in Jesus' name and they will be responsible heirs. Now, the heirs, of course, are the born-again ones, those that have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. You must be born again. But the heirs, the, the, the born-again ones are the heirs of God and the joint heirs with Christ. We are to be responsible heirs and guard the covenants that God has made with the nations. Now, Remember these two prophetic words from last week, and then we'll move into this magnificent principle and a biblical call to the ecclesia, and that call is getting louder right, right now. 
July 14th, 2020, the Lord said this to me. For the church to see the change desired, it must partner with the Holy Spirit. And then he added the line, it is not an option. On July 21st, 2020, the Lord said, I will now reintroduce Holy Spirit to the world. He will now function in visible leadership of my ecclesia, visible leadership of my ecclesia in worldwide ways and with explosive power. Now, a part of the reintroducing of Holy Spirit leading the ecclesia in visible ways includes him. And please hear the assignment in this. It includes him helping them battle and win against wicked plans meant to undo, hinder, or displace God's covenant with his people, with their region, or their nation. Now, this is so important for our times right now because clearly there is a concerted effort uh, uh, by, by today's culture to slam the door on the church and break covenants with God. The seven mountains uh, or spheres of so society have been polluted with this demonic plan. The seven mountains are, first of all, it's the business mountain. It is polluted with this plan. Arts and entertainment, polluted with this demon plan. Media, polluted with this demon plan. Education, polluted with this demonic plan. The family mountain has now become polluted uh, rep representing or recognizing covenants that are not God's covenant where family is concerned. And the nominal religion mountain. Nominal means in name only. There is a religious mountain that is breaking covenant with the holy God. The effort of them all is pervasive. It is taunting. It is arrogant. And in some cases, it is vicious against the true church of Jesus Christ. And it's not just America. The other nations of the world are experiencing similar things. In some regions, the church or the states of America, the regions, the church cannot even gather right now. It is forbidden by law in some states. Perhaps you've been watching the great uh, revival impact of Sean Foyt and, and uh, the great uh, meetings, revival meetings that are taking place in our young adults around the world. And uh, there's a move of God in the millennials that's, that's just awesome, and we've been praying for that. But the one this weekend in Seattle, they canceled their permit to meet. Why? They're singing praises to God with a guitar and they're baptizing people. It is now forbidden. Hear what's taking place. You can't have corporate worship in some places or now you are fined. One church in, in California now has over $50,000 worth of fines. Thankfully, they had guts enough to say, no, you will not shut us down. But you can't sing. In fact, we are declared as non-essential. Of course, gambling casinos have been deemed as essential. Violent protest is essential. Anarchy is essential. Burning, looting, stealing, is, it's essential. But church gathering, not essential. Hear and understand the King, Jesus, who is the head of that church or that body, has had it with it.
And now you are about to see some visible things happen that shake some things up. But also now in that context, we are seeing, now seeing covenants that our founding fathers made with Jehovah God are now under attack by far left antichrist agendas. Covenants made with the Lord Jesus Christ by patriots is now under attack. Covenants that rooted this nation as a nation under God and under his Christ are being challenged and there's an attempt to nullify those covenants and align us with demon gods. There's an attempt to dissolve them and align America with fascism's dominant, oppressive, totalitarianism authority, or Antifa and other satanic ideologies to undo the principles of God that make America free to worship God as they choose, which is our right, and to undo those principles for us to live in liberty and freedom. Very clearly, if we just open our eyes and look back at the, the, the foundings of our nation, just be observant, very clearly, America was founded on Christian values. It was actually founded on biblical values. It was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. The societal standards of a church that refused to compromise is, is our foundation. And there are dozens of covenants that our leaders made with Almighty God, Jehovah God, for this country. One of the original ones goes back to 1607. A man named Robert Hunt was involved, a pastor. In 1607, an expedition led by, by Pastor Robert Hunt arrived in what we now call Virginia Beach, USA. When they arrived in Virginia, that expedition on assignment dedicated this country to the glory of God. They, they planted a rough-hewn wooden cross that they brought from, from England. They planted that rough-hewn wooden cross in the sand and they prayed a covenant prayer. It's sometimes referred to as America's charter covenant with God. America's charter covenant with God. Why is this covenant important? Be because it gives us the legal authority to petition God for mercy to petition him to heal our land, to petition him for protection, and to, part, uh, to, to petition him for leaders that have his heart. Now please note that before there was ever a permanent settle, settlement, not one, not one settlement, our nation was dedicated to God for all generations before one settlement. Meaning that as long as we remember this covenant, we have the unique privilege to ask God to heal and bless this nation. Second Chronicles 7:14. we often pray that God will hear our prayer, forgive our sins, heal our land. The preceding verse said, if there's pestilence, you can pray. We have that unique right. We have a covenant advantage of partnership with God for his help to be a people that are free, free to worship however we want. We have the covenant rights of a nation that is under God and the favor of his kingdom. 
When, when they planted that cross in the beach of Virginia, they were planting this nation's covenant roots into a dedication to Almighty God. They were sinking its roots into a partnership with Almighty God and His cause. Now this one in 1607 happens to be a covenant prayer. Nearly 400 years ago, these words sounded forth from Virginia Beach. We do hereby dedicate this land, this land, we dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us and with these generations take the kingdom of God to all the earth. Please know God heard this prayer. He remembers it well. May this covenant, covenant, may this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as earth remains, as long as the earth remains. And may this land along with England be evangelist to the world. That's our mission statement before there's one settlement. May all who see this cross remember what we have done here and may those who come here to inhabit join us in this covenant and in this most noble work that holy scriptures may be fulfilled. Then Pastor Hunt declared, from these shores, these very shores, the gospel shall go forth not only to this new world, but to the entire world. That is the purpose of this nation, its charter purpose. And again, God heard it and made covenant with us. America's purpose is God planned and it is the ecclesia's responsibility to maintain it. It's the ecclesia's responsibility to guard it. It's the heir's responsibility to see that no one interferes with that covenant. And we have authority to do so. The following Bible passage was then read at the conclusion of this prayer. It was Psalms 22, verse 27 through 28. It reads this way. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nations will bow down before him. That's what the bowing's about, folks. It's who you bow to. Will you bow to God? Or will you bow to something else? For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nation. That's our declaration. It was before a settlement, our declaration, and we need to declare it very clearly. Dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules this nation. We bow to him. Again, this is an, this is an all-out effort to dissolve what we're seeing is an all-out effort to dissolve this and other covenants of the Lord. And you see it right before your eyes. It's so clear. But thankfully, we are not without hope. Never. We have superior power and we have covenant authority. And Holy Spirit, regardless of the numbers, numbers don't matter in the kingdom. Remember that. Regardless of the numbers, Holy Spirit gives us the advantage. So no matter what you see, we have the advantage. 
And if we use our kingdom keys, we win. The king said, we prevail. If we use our kingdom weapons led by the Holy Spirit, we will prevail, which is now going to be seen as a glorious ecclesia that's been promised. A glorious ecclesia begins to rise. The smug, pious, cocky, sandbullets, and geshems hurling their insults from a rebel kingdom like Syria of, all, of old are going to now find themselves facing a people who know their God and will do exploits. This remnant ecclesia is not weak need. It is not spineless. It is not scared. And it's praying for boldness. And it's praying for strength. Daniel eleven thirty two says, there are those who do wickedly against God's covenants. But those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. That word strong is the Hebrew word Quazak. It's used in the Old Testament the following ways. It means to seize, seize, or it means to, to be strong. It is a word for obstinate, to be obstinate against, to be obstinate, uh, obstinate against something, to bind. It means to conquer. It means to harden. In, in other words, they're not soft. They're, they're not, th their position isn't soft. Their position isn't fluid. We, we don't change our mind this afternoon because things get tough or this week. We don't have a fluid opinion or a fluid op position. No, we're, we, we're strong. We harden our position. Our position is hardened. It also means to prevail, which is the word Jesus used when he's in Matthew 16, 18, and 19, said that what the church would do, prevail, and it means to withstand. There are those who oppose God's covenants with plans of wickedness, but those who know their God will be obstinate against it. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling rather obstinate. They will harden their stance. They're not going to be moved. They will seize and they will stop wicked schemes against God's covenants. They will forbid it. They will fight it. And as we've seen, Many times, the true ecclesia, as defined by Jesus, is what the word means, ecclesia, will do so publicly. It will pray it, it will declare it, and it will vote it. It's what an ecclesia does. Well, but it seems like I'm voting between the lesser of two evils. Hear what you just said. Okay, vote for less evil. Why would you vote for more? Vote for less, whatever's less. Vote for less evil. But I'll tell you one thing that is evil and everybody should know it, killing an unborn child is evil. You don't need anything else and you cannot tell me God is for it. No way. You cannot tell me he's for the sex trafficking that we see taking place. It's evil. And if you make a law that says it's okay to have sex with children, you're evil. You are breaking the covenant of Almighty God. You don't need other reasons. Yeah, I'm feeling rather obstinate. They will forbid it. 
They will withstand and they will prevail. They, they will conquer Quasal. They will be strong. Our position can't be fluid. We change this afternoon. We change because of this. We change because of that. No, we don't have a fluid position. We have a hardened position. It is set according to the principles of Almighty God, and we serve only Him. Holy Spirit strengthening and hardening the ecclesia to repel hell and win. Now, the word uh, exploits is the Hebrew word osal. It's used in the Old Testament the following ways. It's used to refer to advancing, to advance, to push forward. It's also used sometimes, also is used to govern or put a governor on something. I remember years ago, I don't know that it's true today, but when we were moving to Dallas to go to Bible school a long time ago, Back then, there was a gas problem, gas shortage, and President Nixon had dropped the speed limit down to 55. You felt like you were a snail going along. But what they did on the moving hauling trucks is they put a governor on it. You could smash that thing clear to the floor. Put the pedal to the metal, it's going 55. It wouldn't do it. It had a governor on it. It restricted it. They will govern. They, will, they won't be restricted. They'll be the ones that restrict hell. They will restrict its influence, restrict what it does, limit it. They will govern the covenant breakers. It means to build also. It also can mean to construct and also can also mean to handle, to handle. They'll handle it. That's the call to the ecclesia right now. It's being called to handle it. Holy Spirit's leading the king's ecclesia to handle wicked plans against God's covenant on the earth, to handle it, to take care of it, to stop it, to engage and resist them. All saw... It is also used in the Old Testament in Judges 11.36 to mean to execute vengeance. Yes, there is some evil in the culture that needs to be executed, prosecuted. Like I said, the sex crimes against children is one of them. They must be prosecuted with vengeance. You cannot be soft on it. It's used in Genesis 14, verse 2, to mean there to make war. Holy Spirit's leading the New Testament church of Jesus Christ to make war against wicked plans to undermine God's covenants. And he's leading us to advance with hardened resolve, seize hold of them, battling with Holy Spirit power. He's leading us to govern it, to handle it, to conquer wicked schemes against his covenants. J.B. Rotherham's translation reads of Daniel 11.32, there are those ready to deal lawlessly with covenant. Oh, there sure are. Seen any lawlessness lately? There are those ready to deal lawlessly with covenant. But the people who know their God will be strong and act with effect. The king's ecclesia will be effective. You're, you're going to now see an ecclesia that is strong and acts with effect. New Living Translation, Daniel 11:32 reads, "There are those 
who have violated the covenant. But the people who know their God will be strong and will resist. Resistance is building in the true ecclesia, not the nominal church. No, the real ecclesia. We're not going to roll over. And we're not going to be rolled over. Mm -mm. Supernatural resistance is rising in the true ecclesia to stop this oppression. Alexander Dewey's translation of the Hebrew text reads, there are those who deal wickedly, deceitfully hiding their true motives. Wow, do we see that? You think the political parties are telling you their real motives? Do you think the organizations that are rising up right now, oh, we're for this, we're going to help these people, we're going to help this group of people, are they giving you the real motives? No. We know it. It covers being blown. Rioters. Their real motives is starting to be revealed. They deceitfully hide their true motives. But the people who know their God will prevail and succeed. There's no ambiguity in the statement. None. They will prevail. They will succeed. The ecclesia will prevail. It will succeed. We are not losers. Not if we make a stand in Jesus' name. We need to, you know what would just, it would help me if we would just stop acting like losers. If we would just stop acting like we're losers. We're not losers, we're winners. We have more power and authority to all of them to put together. We need to start acting like the winners that we are, like the sons and daughters of God that we are, like the heirs that we are, like we have power and authority from heaven. Like we have millions of angels waiting for us to quit acting like losers. Feeling obstinate today. The Geneva Bible reads, there are those who break covenant through sin. But the people who know their God shall prevail and prosper. The New English Bible reads, they'll hold firm and fight back. There comes a time when Holy Spirit leads the ecclesia to fight back, and we are now in that time. All Saul, he leads them to handle it. He leads them to take care of it. They, they'll advance, all Saul, they'll advance and handle it. They, they'll advance and, and handle it. They'll advance 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 and handle it. They'll be obstinate and hard against it. They will beat it. That doesn't sound like hell's going to win to me. No, the true church wins. It's time to rise and advance and handle some things in Jesus' name. It's time to engage all attempts to break covenant with Almighty God. We've got to battle every attempt. We cannot be soft. We must harden our resolve. We must publicly resist hell and its demon culture. We must release a lion's roar 
from Christ's kingdom, resounding with authority of King Jesus, proclaiming this is his domain. This is no time for the sheep to bear. This is time for the warriors to roar. We will not permit his covenants with this nation to be broken. We forbid it. And we will fight you on every mountain. We will fight you on the government mountain. We'll fight you on the arts and entertainment mountain. We will fight you on the business mountain, the technology mountain. We'll fight you on the education mountain. We'll fight you on the media mountain. We'll fight you on the phony, cold, twice dead, plucked up by the roots, scared, compromising religious mountain. We're not going to run. We're not going to hide. And we're not going to compromise. We will be strong because we know our God. And we will do exploits. We will govern. We will handle it. Um, last, what was it, Thursday, I think it was. Last Thursday morning... Holy Spirit began to remind me of three prophetic words that he gave to me back in July of last year. I gave them in Tennessee and in Alaska. I was a conference is there. But he began to restore these, these prophetic words in my spirit this past Thursday morning. And I knew there's fresh wind on this for, for right now. I need to declare it along with the message from Daniel 11.32 that I, I just talked about, I knew I'm to, I'm to redeclare um, this word. It's a fresh wind. And I want you to hear it today. It's almost like a year ago, Holy Spirit was preparing for right now. Hear the word of the Lord. The forces of my kingdom have been prepared to initiate the advance says the Lord, the advance. Yes, my kingdom will advance. My angels have heard the command, begin the advance, remove the obstacles, open the glory roads. My Holy Spirit has prepared the strategies for the advance. My ecclesia has been aligned for the advance, I have tuned the voice of my apostles and prophets for the advance. Sometimes that's how I feel, like my voice is being tuned into this time. He's tuning it for the advance. I am leading the advance of my kingdom, says the Lord. I've never led a retreat. I've never led a defeat. I've never led a stalemate. I lead advances. I lead victories. I, I lead triumph. I lead deliverance. And I am rising to lead my kingdom in the magnificent advance that I promised. I am standing to lead the breakout advance. Hell's kingdom will now experience might. It cannot withstand. My ecclesia will break the attack of covenant breakers. Holy Spirit prophesied it a year ago. I will lead. My Holy Spirit will lead an attack that breaks the attack of covenant breakers. There will now come the breaking up of demon plans. Overwhelming force will now come to bear upon diabolical structures of evil. Evil and deep-rooted iniquity will be uprooted by my advancing kingdom. Warrior champions are rising to follow me in unrelenting purpose and in aggressive faith. The world has not experienced aggressive power like I will now release through my remnant. For the synergy of generational winds are blowing. They are driving my march to change 
history. Evil empires will crumble. Evil structures will crumble. Evil philosophies will be destroyed by truth. Evil roots deep within nations will be exposed and destroyed by the faith decrees of my kingdom. Hear the sound of heaven, says the Lord. Hear the sound of fresh winds of a new Pentecost. Hear the sound of marching. Hear the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Hear the sound of shouting from radical warriors. Hear the drums of a conquering king. Their resounding message is now resonating in the core of my remnant. My Holy Spirit is stirring their hearts with my heart. They will now press with me into mega breakthroughs. Supernatural, miraculous turnarounds will now break through as I will now reveal myself as God of the covenant. Explosive change will now break through. Bondage will break and brand new life and freedom will witness that, I'm, that my liberating force has come through their doors. Yes, I'm rewriting the story of the downcast, the bruised, the forsaken, the wounded, the captives. Their witness of me shall be my declaration throughout the ages. I am the Lord God, mighty to save. I am the breaker. I am the God of breakthrough. I will march when I want to march. I will go wherever I want to go and I'll do whatever I want to do. The attempt of the forever loser and his kingdom to resist me will be futile. I have set my face and I will not relent. Goat states, boy, hear that one. Goat states that have visibly shook their fist in the face of my ecclesia will now be visibly shaken by ripened calamities until, until as Pharaoh, they let my people go. He's meaning business. I want to say that again. Goat states that have visibly shook their fist in my ecclesia's face will now be visibly shaken by ripened calamities until as Pharaoh they let my people go. We're about to find out if he can do it or not. My remnant will break through. My ecclesia will break through, says the Lord. Strongholds of hell will scatter and they will shatter. Glory that dispels darkness will shine. Do not faint. Do not quit. Do not turn back. Do not become passive. Advance with me and my kingdom. Advance under Holy Spirit anointing. Advance with my angel armies. Enter by faith the new season of breakthrough and you will enter breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. For the Lord says, listen, and you will hear the sound of awesome winds of change. Four quarter winds of change are blowing, says the Lord. I've heard the cries of how long. I have heard the cries against delays. You shall surely enter this due season. The appointed time has come, says the Lord. My winds are shifting conditions in your favor. My power is shaking the heavens and the earth. Know that it's a shaking in your favor. It's a shaking that shakes doors open. It's a shaking that shakes, that shakes forth hidden riches. It's a shaking that, that uncovers your inheritance. It's a shaking that breaks off chains of bondage. It's a shaking that shakes you free.
you will now see the change that I have planned. Look for it and step forward into it. You will now see the change from wilderness wandering to awesome times of transition. Transitions into promised places. Transitions into promised times. Transitions into dreams of your heart. Transitions into plenty. Your conditions will now transition. They will change. And the condition of my covenant nation will now shift, says the Lord. Singers and musicians, come please. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Stand if you would. Start agreeing with this prayer. Lord, we declare our confidence and our faith and our steadfast resolve to stand for your covenant. The covenants that you have made with this nation and this ecclesia, Lord, will make it stand. We will not allow the covenant to be dissolved. We will harden our resolve. We welcome you to raise your voice through our voice. We welcome you, Lord, to release revelation and enlightenment to this entire region, our nation and our world. We declare, Lord, what your word says, that the advance is now to begin. We declare, Lord, the ecclesia will not soften its stance, but rather it will advance with authority now under Holy Spirit activation. We declare what your word declares. We declare, God, that we will not allow the covenants that our founding fathers made with this nation to be, re to be eroded or changed in any way, shape, or form. We are watchmen who will guard the covenants. We will be aware of them. We will be conscious of them. We will raise our voice for them. We will raise our voice against those who come against them. We will make our stand and we will align ourselves with a covenant-keeping God who has his eyes right now focused upon who will stand for the covenant. And we say, here we are, Lord, we will stand. And we call forth, Lord, releasing and activating this word to every state, for there has now been Ecclesias raised up around this nation. Indiana, Kentucky, Michigan, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, all of them have an active ecclesia. Some of them have many, they now rise. Let them hear the call of, of, of Holy Spirit. Guard the covenants of God. Protect them, decree them. Decree the covenants, stand for the covenants. Make an aggressive stand in the nations of, of the world, the ecclesias that God has put there. Hear the call of, a, of Holy Spirit, stand for his covenant. And you will see a covenant keeping God maintain the covenant in your land, in your territory, in your regions. We declare adversarial government that shakes its fist in the face of the ecclesia will now be shaken in Jesus' name in visible ways. Your corruption has now come to fullness. Your corruption has now come to a head and you're going to wear it. Evil leaders will be dispelled in Jesus' name. We forbid it. 
We will not allow covenant breakers to lead us. We will not allow demon leaders in Jesus' name. A very aggressive, obstinate ecclesia will rise. We will resist. We will declare the covenant of God stands. It will not be compromised. We will declare it and declare it and declare it. We will pray it. We will decree it. We will vote it. We won't compromise. We won't back down. An ecclesia of millions now will rise with great determination and resolve. Their heart aligned with Almighty God. They will not back down in fear. Courageous warriors rise. We declare that the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah will roar against those who defy His covenant. And the authority that we have in Jesus' name will cause the ecclesia to prevail. We declare we'll prevail against this demon plot of the seven mountains of the culture. This plot in the seven mountains of the culture. We come against you in Jesus' name and the leadership behind you, the money that is behind you, the resources that are behind you, and we declare our God is behind us. You can't win. We have the advantage. Scatter him and shatter it, Lord, in Jesus' name. We bind the sources behind you. We bind the demon influence behind you. We bind the deceit and the hiding of motives behind these demon organizations, even unions. Rip the covers off of the motives, Lord, in Jesus' name. We declare here's our motive. Jesus is Lord. His covenant is Lord. Our cause is His cause. His principles are our, our, our principles. And we're not going to back down. We're not going to run. We're not going to shut up. We're not going to give up. And we're going to win. We're going to prevail in Jesus' name. We're hardening our resolve. Holy Spirit, do that today. In all of America, harden the resolve of the ecclesia.